it's been going down. It's been down, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Happy Tuesday, everybody. That's right. Uh, welcome back to the show. For anyone who uh, listened to today's episode, I'm still fired up, baby. We're talking Fauci <laughs> and chemtrails and nothing else, man. I'm fired up. I tell you what, when I uh, when I edit a show a couple days later after one of those epic rants that I unleashed on uh, Sunday, I, it just reinvigorates me, boils the blood all over again, dude. I like, couldn't uh, rest, man. Oh, because now you're feeling for the guy on the radio. That's which right. Which is you. I disassociate from myself. I'm like, that poor chap, he's so aggrieved. Won't somebody help that young man? <laughs> I uh, know, it's crazy. Never felt so bad for yourself. I'll be honest, man. I got pissed off over that Fauci clip. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even remember it. It was the whole second uh, half of our last episode. Uh, we covered the uh, the gentleman, Dr. Uh, David Martin, I believe was his name, covering um, the facts, if you will, as to uh, how COVID went down and uh, how they covered it up, who made the money. And uh, how they kind of basically planned it out, let it you know unleash it on oh, purpose. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then I just un you know lost a screw in my head and uh, uncorked the f bombs and uh, just went at it. That happens. It felt good. That was the best of us. How are you feeling today though? Better. Uh, you know, well, like I said, I edited the show last night uh, um, to get a jump on today. I didn't sleep. I was so raged, and uh, I was just like rolling and tumbling and sweating and just. <laughs> As mumbling chemtrails, Jared Polis, Fauci, COVID, just really, just really, really angry uh, guy. Yo, I don't know who to blame this weather on, but man, I feel like I'm back in the fucking desert. I never remember Chicago just having 30 degree swings from day to night. Dude, that's crazy. The weather in Colorado, we are full overcast today. Uh, yesterday, the chemtrailing uh, drone planes were in full force. They were as well today, this morning. It's uh, unrelenting here, dude. We are about to go 10 to 14 days on average, 12 to 15 degrees below average temperature with uh, pretty much consistent overcast and rain every day. That's the forecast. Oh, yeah. They're doing something to cool the earth, man. I'm on your side now. I believe it's a terraform going on and i'm not kidding it's in very specific places oh Uh, dude you freaked me out with your theory about the robots are doing the chemtrailing the ai bots man bro i was just thinking about that while i was driving i knew i I would get you i knew that was a slow burn concept that would hit you a few days later i really when i dropped it on you i had a feeling what if they're terraforming the planet for themselves? Yes, that's what I was thinking. Exactly. No, like, uh, they're poisoning That's literally the how yeah. the Terminator, the future world of the Terminator. Yes. That's why they have a cloud overhead. Yes, man. Oh, man, you're onto something, dude. I'm telling you, I think, because I keep saying to Emma, you know, I, I'm a madman over here. I'm the nut job in the yard taking pictures of the sky, screaming at the clouds. <laughs> it's me. It's true. Okay, I'm admitting it. That's the I'm the guy. <clears throat> All right, but he, uh, I keep saying to her like, <clears throat> what's driving me nuts is, does nobody else see it, or does everybody else see it and nobody cares, or does everybody else see it and everybody is nobody knows what to do? I think that's what it. I think they're just willfully ignoring it because. What can you do? <clears throat> what can you okay. do? 
okay, it's better, I guess. I, I don't know. I kept <laughs> thinking about like who, if I were to go up the chain of command, at some point, you it must lead you down to the United States Air Force and, and the you know the Air Force bases. It's got to be where these planes are taking off for the most part. I don't know. I'm really believing there's nobody really, there's really no head honcho who's making these decisions. I think it's just a group of people and everybody's too afraid to say no. Yeah. No, I, to be honest, it, it kicked into gear in the last two years. I, I have to say, just from my own personal observation here in Denver, Colorado, uh, around 2021, definitely 2022, the trailing program went into another level. And it became far too obvious. We're talking a multi-day, multi-week program with only, you know, a couple day breaks. Now we're at a point I was kind of, you know, I told you I've been logging in my calendar when I, it's happening like a nut job. And, uh, <laughs> but I'm pretty much onto the idea. I believe they're doing a 10 on two off program. Mm. I'm pretty certain they do 10 days on straight, two days off. And you can almost see it if you look at the average temperatures over the last month in Colorado, especially in the Denver area. You could see the two days when it goes above average temperature. It's fucking the most bizarre looking thing ever. Every day is erratically up and down, but always below average. And then you get the two days every 10 to 14 days or so just right next to each other, right above average. It's so obvious. And, and if you look at my calendar, those are the days where I did not mark chemtrailing and overcast uh, clouds. Now you think they pause those two days to otherwise you just kill the people, or is that just cost reasons? You know, refuel, maintenance. Those are the days where uh, everybody around the country gets their booster shots. Boost, you know, <laughs> so it's all part of the program. See, you go get the McDonald's, eat the cheeseburger, you get your booster shot, <laughs> then you breathe in the chemtrail air, you drink that silver. <laughs> Toxic water that we all got now, you know. It's all you don't want the boost. It's fine. We spray it in the air. It's perfect. <laughs> I saw some reports that they're gonna go full on in some food, in some capacity in certain markets uh, with our food. They're gonna start injecting the mRNA vaccine technology into the shit, man. You gotta watch out for into that. Into the food, yeah, like into the cows and like you know our meat and. Uh, Bill Gates will get us inoculated with this poison one way or another, my man. I mean, we will have those nanobots in us. There's no doubt about it. You got to have your own farm. You got to get your own land. Dude, and I hate bringing it back to the chemtrailing as per usual, but I do think there is an element of causing people's crops to not grow properly. Folks. Oh, uh, like DeSanto? Or, uh, DeSan DeSanctimonious? Yeah, DeSanto? No. DeSanto. Monsanto. Monsanto. Yeah, they're the GMO guys. That's right, man. Do you think they like they genetically engineered a plant that just needs two out of 14 days of light? Oh, wow. You just blew my mind. And yes, I totally believe they could do that. And I'm just saying from my own perspective here and my own experience when it comes to the cloud seeding. And the FBI is at my door. Uh, <laughs> That's <gonna>. right. <laughs> So long, folks. It's been it's been a good time. We've enjoyed it. Uh, I think we're cracking the case here on some level. I think there's an element of you know psychological. It messes with the people. 
Uh, it makes them unhealthy. They could be fucking with people's crops. If you're attempting to grow your own food on your land, well, good luck with that sunshine, baby, because it ain't happening. Uh, and also on top of it all, um, you know, we're poisoning you with the air and everything. The wide, like I just think everything is fucking poison. Yeah. And then I could see it all being AI. Again, if AI has taken over and it wanted to exterminate us, but slowly, you know, boil the frog. Dude with the planes. I dig it. I'm into it. I like it. Uh, it's one of my... Uh, <laughs> yes, you need sulfur oxide in that's your right. air. <laughs> Here's what kills me about the chemtrail phenomenon and my obsession with it is each conspiracy theory that I latch on to Folks, it becomes true. Always. Every yeah, single one. Do this. And I need you all to brace yourselves for when they, when they announce Flat Moon. Because <laughs> it, it's going to blow your minds. It may challenge your belief in God. I know. but I th- Dude, that's why we're racing China. They're sending them up there with one of those bike pumps to pump it up. Uh, did, you, uh, <laughs> did you read the docket today? I'm kind of blown away. Is that, a, is that an indication oh, you docket read? Were you intrigued? I can't believe you. you uh, no, went down I was to glad the it was on there, dude. I knew all about the calling it the not so space race. Yeah, man, we got space race 2.0. This is kind of a chonker when it comes to clips, so we could cut it off at any point. But I found this to be very fascinating. I had no idea this was going on. Uh, you'd be hard pressed and have to dig to get a little info on the current space race in action. <laughs> it's it's full on, dude. These guys. Oh, the, you got to dig for it. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, because. Everyone's talking the the debt deal, right? Which is absurd, and we'll get to because I love absurdity. But uh, this China U.S. Uh, space race, it's in full swing, and no one's talking about it. And this is fascinating stuff. Do you want to know why they're not talking about it? Like, we're losing the left, we're losing it. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, dude, they're like <laughs> we couldn't even we couldn't get a fucking rocket off the ground. They're talking about it for five seconds, and in those five seconds, they're like, yeah, it's, it's not really a race. I mean, we were already there. Now they're going. We're going to. Yeah. yeah, but you guys couldn't get Artemis off the ground for like two <laughs> years. What, the moon? That's old news, folks. We did that like 50 years ago. All right? Yeah, don't, just trust us. We did it. Just... No, we can't do it now, but we did it. <laughs> no, we lost that technology. See? <laughs> That's, that's pretty. I think that's actually what they say that they lost. <laughs> they lost the technology to time. Have, you know, the sands of heard, time. I have heard people on podcast Neil DeGas. I've heard his fucking him say on separate podcasts. Uh, <laughs> one, they went up there to the moon with a Nintendo, pretty much a Nintendo Game Boy. And it's very that impressive. That was a technology. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then two, wow, well, we can't do it now. <laughs> oh, we can't make a Nintendo Game Boy. <laughs> have you have you seen what these kids are walking around with? We can't make a Nintendo Game Boy. Nah, man. Uh, you use it. Uh, they were using all this old programming language that we don't use anymore. Come well, on. Oh, 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 it was a. It wasn't just a Game Boy. It was a Game Boy Color, Mike. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we could get you the black and white, but that that only gets you to the orbit. Well, that's right. So the Chinese, because they use TikTok, uh, are able to fly to the moon now, apparently. And uh, they're also going to go to Mars. They're going to beat us at all of these accomplishments. I promise you this. They're, they're far superior than us in, uh, you know, making tiny plastics. You know what I'm saying? They're really good. I got a question. Like, you know how the, the, the man on the moon, like, it looks like a face? Do you think China's going to go out there and just, like, squeeze those? Uh... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, he was about to say it. 
Is it AAPI month yet? Or what's going on? You know, they fill in the craters so the man looks like squinty. <laughs> I knew where you're headed with that one. You didn't even have to finish, man. I knew right away. Oh, yeah. That's how you know they were really up there. Folks, this is how you get canceled. It's very easy. You just talk uh, about uh, the moon. On AAIP month. <laughs> is it AAPI? No, AAPI. Oh, that's a pie. That sounds a little better. They should go with a pie. Uh, no, man, we are on the cusp. You know what? Come on. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite month. It's everybody's favorite month. It's Pride Month, baby. Get that's your rainbow right. out. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, dude. I was so disappointed. I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna literally be disgusted tomorrow when I see how many people put up their gay flags. Compared because, to how few put up those American flags uh, dude, over the weekend, I was dude, actually there was no American flag. I had time to go running day, this man. weekend every day, uh, and I paid a lot of attention to what was hanging in front. And on the podcast, I, I the other day I mentioned how I thought maybe we'd see a little bit more uh, patriotism. No, I oh, think dude. I saw less. No. I, I, w- I went on a walk with uh, Danielle, and I-, I counted more Ukraine flags than American flags. Yeah, so, I actually saw more Canadian they... flags, actually. I- I'm getting, <laughs> we're getting invaded over here. I got I to gotta move. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I, I kid because I love, I- and I love our Canadian fans. Oh, of course. Love we need to build Canadians. that wall on the north. <laughs> that's, that's right. We should just build a wall around Justin Trudeau's house. Seal him in there. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't let him out. The world would be a better place if we could just lock away Justin Trudeau. I'm sorry, Justin Good Castro. Uh, I think I think know. Canada kind of falls under the same trap as like Illinois, where like Toronto just like decides everything for Canada. Yeah. You know? No, definitely. Like we're we're rooting for Canada, but we really want Trudeau to go. Oh. You know, you know effects we don't like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If if you're up there, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> we don't have to say it out loud. We're all on the same boat here. And I know you feel the same way about many people on our side. And, uh, you know, if only we could uh, join forces somehow. Oh, if only we could uh, trade our f***ers for your cool guys. <laughs> Call it the f***ing freezer. <laughs> That's just what Canada is. You know, it's weird, too, because... There, we, there was like a minute there where we had a chance. You know, if Trump had won the second election, all those liberals were threatening to move to Canada. There was, oh, those pussies will never actually go. There was a where moment. Go? No, there, there was they're a not moment, going. Man. Well, uh, we may have they're to move uh, one way or, or the other, especially if uh, the dollar continues uh, going down and China keeps rising up in dominance in the international stage. And on top of it all... Uh, what always kind of, you know, what marked the last kind of uh, stage where America, you know, solidified their dominance internationally was the space race, right? Wasn't that yeah, really yes, what sir. marked our dominion for the century? So here we it's go. It's what collapsed the Soviet Union. Yeah. Oh. It- oh, maybe we're the Soviet Union in this. Oh, shit. 
Folks, the story doesn't end well for us. I'm not going to lie, but we're going <laughs> to check out the deets here. Uh, here's the China-U.S. space race. A rocket blasted into orbit with three astronauts on board. They're headed to China's new space station to relieve a crew that's been there for six months. Among the three is the first civilian to be sent into orbit by China. I had China. no idea that a space, space station. program is run by the military, so for them, this is another milestone. To discuss more, we have NPR's John Ruich with us from Shanghai. Hi there, John. Good morning. Good morning. Good so morning. Yeah, wait a minute. Reason. Is it their own space station or it's the international space no, station? No, they got their own floating on oh, around. Yeah. Dude, they we're fucked. Won. I'm telling you, man. We're so fucked. Oh, they already won. We're, we're riding shotgun with the Russians. Oh, God. China's got Is their she, own space lab. Frank, we need to go back and delete all the times we called him Pooh Bear. <laughs> I know. He's on <laughs> we're, we're fucked. We're going to be one of the first ones locked up. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I'm buying, much buying all this silver, man? I got to trade it in for yen in a few months. Are you kidding me? Come on. Please buy me out of jail, please. <laughs> out of one of those camps. Hey, look, I've always stated I'm, a, I'm, I'm an Eeyore fan, okay? I don't dig on the poo. <laughs> I never even liked honey. And I still feel weird saying the word Tigger. I don't know why. There's just something funny in my bones. I, it, oh, I feel, Tigger. I, Tigger, Greg. I, I feel a little uneasy with that one. Yeah, a little too close. <laughs> it's too close to home. Man. Why is it so important that he's going up to space? Yeah, it's a bespectacled professor named Kui Haichao, who's 36 years old. He teaches at Beihang University in Beijing, which is China's premier aeronautics. I'm writing these names University. down so I can buy their posters and start putting them on my wall. There as well the Chinese uh, army comes in. And then he went on to do postdoc. I already got my Yao Ming jersey. It's coming in the mail. <laughs> Work in Canada. Uh, he's on this mission as a payload specialist, so he's not navigating or flying, uh, but he's basically going to be conducting science experiments. I called Quentin Parker, who's a space scientist at the University of Hong Kong, to ask how significant this is. Uh, he says it's important uh, because it sort of opens a new chapter for China's ambitious space program. If you've got, you know, a, um, an orbital uh, space station like the Chinese now have, which is basically a very large science laboratory, then the kind of equipment and payloads they have up there are very sophisticated technological and scientific equipment, sometimes quite delicate. It needs to be operated and understood and managed by people who know what they're doing. And these are the, you know, these are the scientists. These are the scientists. you got to remember, up until today, all of China's astronauts came from the military. Now, you mentioned this program is ambitious. What exactly is China planning? Well, look, I mean, their first manned space mission was in 2003, right? So in 20 years, they, they 20 years later, they now have an operational space station. Uh, they've gone from wow. basically one crewed mission every two or three years to now they're doing one every six months to to change uh, crew at the we space. We couldn't get Artemis off the ground, <laughs> dude. For like six months, we couldn't get well, this thing to log. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. But how many Chinese astronauts are black? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have a historic flight. I, I we, we got go. a black, we got a lesbian. We're checking boxes over here. Checking people. boxes, baby. Come on. They picked up the pace. They've sent a rover to Mars. They've sent various crafts to the moon, brought back moon. Oh, they already won. And they, they just announced won. plans to put a Chinese person onto the surface of the moon by 2030. Mm. By the way, the U.S. is also trying to do some of this same same stuff, including getting Americans back to the moon. <laughs> okay. Did you see how he breezed over the Americans? Breezed the no report on our progress? <laughs> by the way, the Americans are trying to do the same stuff. Uh, anyway, it's really it's, cute. They got, the, they got their launch pad and everything. It's yeah, they bring down the camel every uh, eight months, <laughs> do a photo op with the rocket. 
right? <laughs> Where she talks to a bunch of kids who even they look at her like she's retarded. <laughs> Okay, so how does all this fit in with the tension and competition between the U.S. and China? Is this a new space race? Right. It's a little more complicated. I asked Dean Chang about this. He's a senior advisor with the U.S. Oh, no, 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 no. See, we're losing, so it's not a race. If we were winning, it would be a great Yes, absolutely. Great call, man. And what if Trump were president right now? How would they be spinning this news cycle, dude? Oh, Trump losing the space race. And I'm not sure how to say race in uh, Chinese, but I'm sure if you go watch their news, they're saying it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's a good call, man. I don't even think they see competition anymore with the United States on some weird level. It, it, it feels like the, uh, you know, Michael Jordan against Muggsy Bowes holding the basketball over his head. <laughs> kind of feels like we're Muggsy Bogues right now. I don't know. Getting that uh, Muggsy Bogues feel. Than that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little bigger. Peace. This original space race was, at the end of the day, only a little bit about a science and a whole lot about whose system was better, ours or the Soviets. Fast forward to today, we are seeing aspects of that coming back. It's not quite Space Race 2.0, but yes, in the background is a political competition. Damn, that was kind of damning in my opinion. Uh, He basically said back then the space race was a battle between two systems well that's what this is now also the the two systems of society yeah i don't see how it's not and you know what uh klaus schwab george soros uh these power figures these people who are pulling the strings uh behind the scenes they support the chinese system they openly discuss it quite often that yeah they they just want to be at the top and do it here yeah, they keep they keep saying that they want and adore the Chinese model for how they run society. I want to remind everybody, Chinese, the Chinese model for running society is, you know, facial scans and social credit ID systems that are digital. Uh, you get locked out of your apartment if you say something bad or post an image of Xi looking like Winnie the Pooh. Like, th- there's a lot of... <laughs> yeah, dude. It's a bad... It's not a great place to live. Go check out some videos of what was going on probably, what, three months ago during their COVID lockdowns? I'm going to say that again. It was about three months ago they were, like, still locked down for COVID, and people were just, like, trapped in their apartments or locked out because their social credit digital, you know, slavery system wouldn't allow them to enter their own homes. Yeah, I don't know. Who's worse, Klaus Schwab or or President Xi? Who would you rather... Run, run your life. Well, they want that here. They want America to be run that way. They, they're pushing for the Western society to crumble so that way when the people need the pieces put back together, they'll unanimously, willfully agree to the social credit system, 
the digital banking system, yeah. you know, the whole the whole nonsense, the whole nine yards, man, the entire What's that, uh, slavery. They, they will beg you to take their freedom and then thank you afterwards. Yeah, Mike, it was on the website for yeah. the World Economic Forum for a long time. You will own nothing, and you will be happy. Yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, <clears throat> so China, yes. I do think they are winning this space race. I think they've already won it. They're probably already on Mars and not saying anything. Uh, you know, but this belief does go a bit contrary to my previous statements in the past of saying that, uh, you know, the, the U.S. and the Nazis have a joint naval or a space base on the moon, which they created in the 1950s. Okay, I got an ignorant question here. Do the Chinese call it Mars? Do they call it the moon? Or do they have their own word for it? Wow, I'm a huge fan of this question. Well, they, <laughs> they must have a symbol for it. The Chinese, older culture than American and right. English. Right? I'm saying like Thousands most Western, almost all the Western countries, regardless of language, call it Mars and everything. Because those are like Greek characters and shit. Yeah, but, man. Uh, do you think the Chinese fall in line with that, or do you think they do their own? You know, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm trying to look it up, and I, I looked up moon in Chinese, and it gave me a bunch of symbols that I definitely can't pronounce <laughs> without being racist. Yeah. And so, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. You need uh, a Chinese fan. No, no fans in China? Not yet. We're branching out, yeah. though. We're probably blocked there. We Again, we made quite a few memes about old uh, <laughs> Xi Jinping there. Oh, I, I They're definitely killing you first. <laughs> I really love how not only like how much he, he despises being compared to Winnie the Pooh, but he looks so much like Winnie the Pooh. Oh, you don't even have to Photoshop, right? No, anything. there's just, that head just goes it's right on. Uncanny. The shoulders fit perfect. Yes. The neckline, everything, yes, the man. tie, everything, the chin—it's perfect. It, it's incredible. Yeah. Like he is Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to embrace it. Oh man, do it up, man! Like he, yeah. he would uh, be loved more by many people across the lands of China if he oh, were to yeah. show a little bit of a, you know, a little humor. Embrace right. your shortcomings, man. It shows uh, humility, it shows a humbleness, and, and also a confidence, you yeah, know? That's right, man. Yeah. It's better. You know, let the Uyghurs there in the uh, prison encampment uh, see yeah. you smile once in a while. <laughs> Again, I've never had the power to just kill you for making fun of me. I'd probably, <laughs> <laughs> I probably would sing a different tune if I had that power, but uh, <laughs> as a plumber with no power, I'd say, yeah, embrace your shortcomings. <laughs> You know, yeah. I guess when you're in power, uh, you know, you can just uh, what kill people, right? Torture them, prison them. Just to have that know. power for a day. Oh god, oh, I would no. kill so many people on the Kennedy. Just, I would just go up and down the highway. It'd be my old, the only day I ever smiled on the Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, while they're all stuck in traffic, I would just run down with a samurai sword, just <laughs> right through the head, <laughs> up and down that traffic. Well, uh, you know, it's a, there's a good chance pretty soon we'll be going to war with China, I can imagine, outside of this whole uh, U.S. Uh, space race thing, and then uh, also outside of me making memes of Xi as a uh, Winnie the Pooh meme. 
we are entering kind of a territory, maybe like the battle between the chip making and manufacturing, are we not? And like the AI tech, I feel like that's a whole kind of realm that we are uh, pushing. Have you noticed the nonstop talk about AI in the news lately? Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It's pretty much nonstop. And I, I kept thinking, like, why is this happening? <laughs> I love the story of the, uh, they're like, oh, there's a lawyer. He had the chat GPT write its, write its law uh, report or whatever. And he thought, hey, it just came up with cases on it. It made stuff up. Like, okay, man, it's, it's like the first stage of AI. I'm sorry it's not a fucking lawyer. I've been looking a little bit into it. It's sounding a lot like this AI isn't the AI. It's not Hal from 2000 Space you know, Space Yeah, but Odyssey. the creators never said it was. Like, that, that, was the fu- that was you talking heads on the news. That's right. That were saying that, right? right? Yeah. And then now you're, now you're the ones who three days later are now saying how you're disappointed because it couldn't write, you know, it couldn't take the place of a lawyer. Yeah, they didn't say it was going to take the place of a lawyer today. They said it's heading that way, you know? Absolutely. So a lot of push in the news for AI tech, uh, the chip manufacturing coming over here, uh, a, a big push in, in this whole computerized world, digital world for America, the new frontier, if you will. And then a lot of bashing over the last few weeks, if you don't recall, of uh, TikTok, probably the biggest social media app in the world, and it's out of China. And uh, well, I think it was... Montana tried to ban it. You know, they're trying to get rid of it everywhere. All 500 users. Anti-TikTok, pro-AI, pro-chips. Tell me a little bit about uh, this, um, what is it, NVIDIA? I can't even even pronounce it, man. Oh, you're talking about Pelosi chips? Oh, I'm sorry, Uh, NVIDIA? Yes. NVIDIA's new entry into the Trillion Dollar Valuation Club, just the latest milestone in the AI boom we've seen this year, and that is the focus of today's Tech Check with Deirdre Bosa. Morning, Dee. So, Carl, we may need a new name or a new moniker for the big tech basket uh, powering broader market gains this year. Fang, it just no longer captures what has been happening in big tech as newcomers to the trillion dollar club like NVIDIA, as you mentioned. They power that new AI revolution. Bernstein suggests this morning the Magnificent Seven also notes that if there was ever a year to consider the sell in May maxim, it may be this one. The names in that group, the Magnificent Seven, they are all up between 35 and 180 percent this year. And in May, Alone, Alphabet, and Amazon. They're up 15% each. There's a website. I'm sorry. There's a, a Twitter feed. It's um, Nancy Pelosi Stock Trades, I believe. And you could follow in real time what she's doing. And there's some websites out there that I've checked out where they track what these Congress members are doing and trading. Uh, all of them bought into Apple and Microsoft back in January when everything was tanking. And now, did you just hear what they were saying right there? Up to 180%. <laughs> I know. I and know. we all know NVIDIA was the big one because Nancy Pelosi just staked her entire like lifetime fortune into it three months ago <laughs> and is now a fucking billionaire. Look, and then passed legislation. 
It like allowed them to get some fucking. Gear. Yes. When are we yeah. going to wake up as a society, man? These people—they're just fuck. They're they're taking advantage of us, and, and they make these That's insider insane. trades, and then like, oh, ho hum. Oh, what happened? Oh, Nvidia trillion dollar club. How did that happen? Dur, dur, dur. It's, like, insane, it's not like dude. all the politicians bought into it three months ago. Just follow what these people are buying into. You know what? You're uh, gonna find out about a month later. You're not gonna cash in as big, but as long. But just get in on the pie. You mine as well. Yeah. It's crazy, man. This is crazy. Have you seen Bernie Sanders recently? I'm sure he's floating in a pool of dollar bills somewhere. Uh, He must have had a brain aneurysm or something that just blocks the part of his brain that says millionaires. (laughs) Because remember his whole career was going after the millionaires and the billionaires? Yeah, man. Now it's just go after the billionaires. Probably because he's worth $100 million now. Yeah, where's uh? Did AOC dust off her tax the rich dress recently? Because um, <laughs> have you seen how much AOC makes? It's insane. She's a millionaire. She's the rich. Multi-millionaire. She's the rich, dude. All these people are the rich. They are uh, mocking us, man. This is so funny to me to see this happen. No, that. Oh, here we go. Trillion dollar club. I want. Ser- please, everybody, go look it up. <clears throat> Every politician. Probably ones in your state. They did in my state. They all bought in on all they these companies, all man. In, they dude. all like the, had the insider info, man. It was all over the news when they did it. Yes, and then they're pa- simultaneously they're passing laws to make uh, these companies make more money, and then they're doing these other laws to stop what the Chinese company TikTok from even being used in states. Yeah, you're scam. It's a scam. Uh, it's a big club, Frank, and we're not in it. Hey, we're not in it. And there's more to this. I that's pretty much yeah. all I got on this one. I just thought it was very fascinating uh to see floating out there. Wow, it's trillion dollar company now. That's pretty impressive. Why do I remember hearing about that? Oh, that's yeah, right. That that's right, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> the name sounded so familiar. <laughs> it was somewhere for some reason, I'm seeing that in between a hammer, and I don't even remember what the distraction was before that. Where's the pappy? Is he coming back? What happened? <laughs> yeah, what to, happened to what the happened pappy, to dude? Pappy, man. That's how you know he was an actor, and that whole thing was staged. We will never hear what happened to the pappy. Yeah, dude, They'll keep the prolonging, by the way, for years. You'll like, you'll Google search it, like news on the pappy. You'll get some local blurb about how they prolonged or stayed. You know, the trial, it'll happen again in 2025. And then by then, we'll be taken over by China and we'll forget everything about Depappy. Oh, dude, the funniest fucking thing. Did you hear about the lawsuit against Donald Trump? Which one, dude? I don't yeah, know. No, yeah. That lady that he supposedly raped 40 years ago in some whatever dressing room and then he lost $5 million? No, no idea. She's now suing him again. Wow. For the stuff that he said during the town hall about her. For $10 million. Wow, man. Yeah, it's insane. How many uh, lawsuits is he up to now? I thought he was... Wait. Frank, it's not a witch hunt. Going to court in Georgia, (laughs) is that right? He's got another one in New York, (laughs) right? I know about that one. Oh, that New York one. Yeah, they're not going back to like December or something. He's going to get sued like three more times by that lady. Oh, man. Well, that's the way it is now, dude. I, I don't think Trump's... I don't think he should run. I'll be honest. 
Just don't do it. Bow yeah, out. Just... Leave it to the sanctimonious who will be, he'll lose because, and I do believe this. Oh, dude. I think there's too much mail-in voting. Emma and I were chatting about how it feels like nothing's going to change here, no matter how many people you meet that are conservatives outside of the major cities or urban areas or, you know what I mean, the Boulder and Denver region, you know, and even, I got to say, a lot of people have kind of crossed the line a bit or seen the madness and thought, okay, I'd like to vote for the other side. Nothing's going to change as long as the mail, the votes can get mailed in. And I think that's, that's uh, going to be... Uni- DeSantis yeah. is going the other way. He's embracing it. And it's one of the reasons he had such a big win. I think it's... You know what? You, you play the rules, man. Fine. If you guys want to do mail-in, fine. Republicans. I know. You, Here's you got old-ass people out there. Just embrace it. Don't tell no. people not to do it. Just embrace it. This Fuck is it. So, no, this is going to be so insane because if... If we fully embrace mail-in voting and Republicans then catch on to the game, which they probably already have, and they're probably planning on doing the the ballot stuffing, which is what happens when you do mail-in voting, you could just stuff. Yeah, the ballot harvesting. You yeah, go around you could harvest, you could stuff, you could yeah. do whatever you want. You could do both ways. You so, get a bunch of Dineshes. You get all your mules all together, both sides, red and blue, 10,000 yeah. mules, and uh, they're, they're, they're just going to fucking cheat. It's going to be ridiculous then because we have, I think the, the consensus, uh, what did it say? The census, it had um, 331 Americans, right, that they yeah. registered. You're going to end up having like a vote total of like 500 million people. Oh, yeah, it's going to be insane. It's going to be so funny. You're like, oh, Joe Biden wins again 300 million to 400 <laughs> you know, to, to 40 million. Yeah, but fuck it. You got to just do it. I, I, I don't just... know. The, the, the problem is the media, man. I, I had a crazy conversation with mom and daddy yesterday about DeSantis. DeSanctimonious? DeSanctimonious. And I can't get them to understand that, you, you know, six months ago, you didn't have an opinion on the guy. Now? Yeah, you know what, Mike? I just don't trust him. I just really don't trust him. Okay, well, you just really don't trust Trump and really don't like Trump. Now you just really don't like DeSantis. Maybe it's the way they're talking about him. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? And I got a clip here for you about DeSantis. Yes, I was hoping you did. You were a little quiet today on the responses via text, so I thought Mike might be cooking something. I was up. looking for one because I, I had to find one. I was like, you know, I know Mom and Dad, they watch MSNBC, right? Oh, I'm a, fa- I'm a huge fan of the MSNBC. And I'm like, all right, well, what is what are they saying about Ron DeSantis that's making mom and dad really not like him, right? Because you know who they like right now? Tim Scott. They always go for the guy that doesn't have a fucking chance. Well, if they elect Tim Scott, yeah, you only like him because they're not talking about him. Yeah, Tim <laughs> right? Scott and that governor who, who, from- Who did uh, they like in the last one? Oh, Kasich. they should have put Kasich. Yeah. Kasich. Okay, yeah, okay, well, go fuck yourself with Kasich, okay? <laughs> Pick know? somebody that actually had a fucking chance of winning, you know? I think Kasich and Scott should run together and have their theme song. Uh, what is it? Only the Losers? Is that Tom Petty? <laughs> they just tour the country being losers. I'm a big fan. But dude, but dude, this is how MSNBC talks about Ron DeSantis. This is after he laid out his vision for America. You ready for this? Absolutely. 
We obviously have a lot in common with Iowa in terms of what Florida has done and what they've done under Governor Kim Reynolds. And I think the groundswell of support has been really, really strong. And, you know, we're going to press the case. I mean, you know, they they had mentioned uh, there there may be some differences with me and Donald Trump. And I think that those differences uh, redound to my benefit in a place like Iowa. I mean, for example, you know, he's taken the side of Disney uh, in our fight down here in Florida. I'm standing for parents. I'm standing for children. And I think a multi-billion dollar uh, company that sexualized as children is not consistent with the values of Florida or the values of a place like Iowa. Disney sexual Ron DeSantis decides that 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 he's going to launch his his campaign by talking about how the Magic Kingdom sexualizes Mm -hmm. children. This is something that, again, we've all grown up with Disney. You and I, Gene, when we were young, we'd we'd Mm -hmm. see the wonderful world of Disney every Sunday night, it's continued yeah. through, and 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 you know, mm-hmm. it's not like things got crazy. My kids growing up, you know, I've seen The Lion yeah. King like eighty-seven times, like and 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 The Little Mermaid, and all of these other shows. It hasn't radically changed or shifted. What's happened is, for some reason, this has become this weird sort of cottage industry deal. And I guess maybe people get. Uh, that was the way wrong section. Sorry, it's like a- <laughs> I, I, I was try, I was trying to get this like in the beginning it's really good I don't know why it started off like that I can't. new 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 gear all right so uh, you got desanctimonious but, but I, you know what I loved about that part right there is he's like Disney hasn't changed I watched The Lion King and The Little Mermaid he's naming movies that came out in the nineties well did you no that's not true uh, the new Lion King came out a couple uh, years ago King, yeah. and then um, we have the little Mermaid, it's out right now. It's yeah, getting that old. just came out. He's not talking about that. A lot one. of hype. What do you mean? He's got to be, man. It's got the... They, they checked the box with all the characters now. Like, everybody's happy or not. I read an, uh, a review in NPR and how... And then just yeah. on oh. the issues. <laughs> on the, the, you know, on, the shining city on a hill. The morning in America, mm-hmm. it is defeat woke ideology. I mean, Gene Robinson, we were so far from Ronald Reagan... Uh, you know, <laughs> that America is a, a city shining brightly on the hill for all the world to see, yeah. you know, the last great. And, and, and a serious point here, too, uh, because, well, actually, let me play you this clip, because this is when I just started. That's that's all I wanted to get. It was more, but I couldn't find the exact spot. They keep every time they play a clip of him, right? That's right. They go to that black guy who just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was right on the money, actually, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then they just laugh at him, and then they talk about how he's not Ronald Reagan. Okay, is your guy Ronald Reagan? Is, is Joe Biden out there being Ronald Reagan getting 90%? No. Who is so, there, Ronald Reagan, though? I mean, uh, is Joe Biden Barack Obama? No. No. Or, or anything. He's nothing. You're acting like, I don't know. It's, it's insane that you guys, your motto for your guy, who is right now in office, your, his motto, he keeps fucking repeating it, is do not judge me against the almighty. Judge me against the alternative. That's right, man. That's his fucking motto. That's right. Right? And, you're gonna call, and then you're going to go to Ronda, the guy's sitting on like a 30% approval rating. And then you're going to go to Ronald. Ronda said, uh, he's, he's no Ronald Reagan. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> you're telling me the other guy's Hitler. 
So is this guy better than Hitler? Can, can, we, can we at least agree? Can we at least agree that Ron DeSantis is better than Hitler? And here, here's my thing too with the uh, judge me by the other guy, right? Is that what he's saying? Not by the Almighty. Like, don't it? compare me to the Almighty. Compare me to the, the alternative. Alternative. Okay. Yeah. Num- number number one. <laughs> You really shouldn't be saying, don't compare me to God after we know about the diary your daughter wrote about you taking inappropriate showers with her when she's <laughs> underage. All right? That's, let's throw that out there first. That's a bad look for you, Joe. Uh, and Number two, man. <clears throat> the longer this goes on, the alternative, any alternative, seems so much better. Are you kidding me? I'll take any alternative. And the alternative, yes. like the alternative, by the way, four years ago was cheaper everything. Just, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think the Republicans slogan. need to put somebody other than Trump. I, I think you put anybody besides Trump, you would. Well, then are you saying uh, if they put up the sanctimonious, then uh, the, you know, Biden can't continue using this new phrase of his that he loves so much. Yeah, because he doesn't want to be compared to DeSantis. No, he just wants to finish the job of destroying America, which is their <laughs> slogan that they keep pushing. They're going to finish the job, people, of destroying us. That's what they want to do. I wish I mean, Florida's looking pretty good. Florida's looking good. A lot better than Colorado. There's no doubt about it. Unfortunately, here in Colorado, I must say, this one caught me off guard a little bit. Um, We had Liz Cheney visit to do a little commencement speech. Liz Cheney. I I don't know. So this is why I liked it so much. (laughs) I don't think she realizes she was a darling of the people on the left. Because of her little uh, two-season Jan 6 uh, television series that they put on, uh, which amounted to nothing. It was the lost of political executions. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> and so uh, oh, God. it went nowhere. Uh, we forgot about a lot of a characters. A lot of characters. We never got any closure on Ray Epps. And so <laughs> Liz Cheney came to Colorado to do a commencement speech, apparently. And she... Uh, Again, I, here's my question, I guess, is, and this goes out to the people, we know the people out there who were celebrating Liz Cheney about six months ago, thinking she was this, you know, political phenom who was going to... Oh, our parents love her, dude. Every, they think she should run for president. Every, that's, a, yes. that's a Republican they can okay, vote for, Okay, thank you. Frank. So, every yes, everybody was just loving Liz Cheney, and she was going to break the barriers, right? Across the border, uh, you know, across the aisle, if you will, you know, bring in yeah. the Democrats, Republicans, everybody, the woman in the center. But now I just feel like I'm like, who are you? Like, are you a Democrat? Are you a Republican? And did you do you think everybody forgets that your father started an illegal war 20 years ago that killed millions of people and like nearly destroyed our country? Do you remember? 
remember that. <laughs> and then you joined a political witch hunt against <laughs> your political allies. I just don't think she realizes she jumped ship to a party that doesn't like her because we remember 20 years ago, her dad started a war we were completely against. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a good call. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm floored that nobody remembers this. She's a fucking Cheney, man. It's, it's Dick and Dyke, dude. I'm telling you. Welcomed former Wyoming lawmaker Liz Cheney this weekend. She returned to her alma mater, Colorado College, to deliver the keynote address for Sunday's graduation. Cheney addressed losing her House leadership position, saying her fellow Republicans wanted her to lie. They wanted me to say that the 2020 election was stolen, that the attack of January 6th wasn't a big deal, and that Donald Trump wasn't dangerous. I had to choose between lying and losing my position in House leadership. As I spoke to my colleagues on my last morning as chair of the Republican conference in May of 2021, I told them that if they wanted a leader who would lie, they should choose someone else. Oh my God, you're such a hero, Liz. Cheney told the graduates they have a responsibility to make our society better than they found it. Did you see, though, or hear, uh, since we are audio only, did you catch that the audience was kind of, like, very timid and then went into the woos and the clapping? Yeah. Not who really. Fuck- who yeah, are who you? Who cares? Well, who are you? Your only claim to fame now is that you put on that circus that li- it led to nothing. It led to no. It was a waste of time. It was a waste of money. It's crazy that you're still trying to claim fame for that. like. Yes. It's outrageous, man. So yeah, You're still a nobody. You're still some loser politician. <laughs> you know, who only really got to where you are because of your dad's connections. Yes. Yes, so. man. <laughs> and then you shit on your team. Like, don't shit where you eat. Well, that's the big thing that gets me with uh, Liz Cheney is, again, people on the left, they remember Iraq, man. We remember the yellow cake uranium, dude. Like, we... I don't think they do. No, really? Yeah, you're probably uh, right. People uh, got the fucking goldfish memories, dude. It's, it's why we're in every predicament now that we have found ourselves in. Yeah. Nobody remembers the past. We don't remember 20 years ago. We don't even remember Dick Cheney probably orchestrated 9-11, was behind everything. Uh, you know, Don Rumsfeld, hey, whoop. We lost $2 billion, and now the pla- uh, planes are going to fly into the buildings, and uh, <laughs> we're never going to talk about that $2, mis- uh, $2 trillion that was missing. I think it was trillion. trillion yeah, yeah sorry, $2 trillion. Uh, Sorry. You know, in our modern, area, er, modern era, trillion is nothing. I was just thinking that, dude, like, we're going to get to a point now where we're going to have to go above a trillion. And, and, like, at that point, come on. This is just imaginary numbers. Trillion, like a trillionaire? No, no, like our debt is our is like thirty trillion, right? Yes. So, what happens when we hit a thousand trillion? One thousand trillion? <laughs> it's like a Doctor Evil statement. Now you end up at like a gajillion. Now we sound like kids talking about like you know, <laughs> I bet you a gajillion dollars. <laughs> oh man, I. Does it go to gajillion after that? What's the next? I uh, forgot what's after trillion. Yeah, what? what? Quintillion? Must be. Uh, is it? Yeah, tri is the three. No, that doesn't make sense now. Does it? Yeah. 
No. I guess, yeah, because billion. Million. You get the billion, you get the mill, the the bill, the trill. What's, <laughs> what's the after? Thrill. <laughs> yeah, you trill for the thrill. And then uh <laughs> what do you get after the trill? It's gotta be um it's gotta be the quill. I think, it, I think it's a quill, yeah. The quill. The mighty quill. Oh, that's the mighty the quinn. Qu- the quarter quill? Oh, that's quarter quill. What's that from? <laughs> Hunger Games. I was thinking quill, um, you remember the show Doug, the cartoon from Nickelodeon? He would transform into a superhero with the underwear and uh, on top of the shorts <laughs> yeah. and the belt around the head. Wasn't that like something Quill? I think his name I was Captain Quill know. or something like that. But uh, after Trillion is Quadrillion. Quadrillion. Yeah. Wow, man. And then, and then Quintillion, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. You get to trillion. Uh, like, let's say you're uh, one of the Saudis, right? Or um, who who do they theorize is an actual trillionaire? It's got to be the Saudis, right? Oh, yeah, the, some of the Saudis for right. sure. It's like, how, how much longer uh, Putin's does Putin's it... probably a trillionaire. Yeah, I think Putin's a trillionaire for sure. And, like, how, how much longer then does it take you to multiply that wealth to be quadrillionaire? Oh, I don't think he'll... Oh, no, there's no way. Like, does it? Does that then take forever? I think that would be, like, more than the entire world GDP. Like, I think at that point you own the world. We must like, assume does... that given the size of Russia and Siberia, Putin has his hands on, like, meteorite, you know, stones and gold and... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He he must have shit that we don't even know about. I don't know. If you have a quadrillion, can you just walk into D.C. and write a check? And, and like, just buy America? Buy America, yeah. That's what I think it... you could, man. No. Come on. Well, you would I'm have gonna, to... I'm going to start saving. You'd have to buy all the debt, right? Is that what it is? You, you'd... No, no, no. You'd, buy, you, you'd take on the debt, and then you got to buy all the assets. So you just buy right? America. You buy America. You're buying the land. You're buying the. You know, and everything. maybe that's what China and Russia with Saudi Arabia are coordinating to do, essentially, because they are teaming up. Maybe at some point they're just going to purchase America and you could take over America without spilling a drop of blood or firing a single <laughs> shot. You just buy America. And look, take a look around, folks. Look at your common man. No one would oh, know wow. anything at all that would change. People don't recognize oh, wow, anything dude. around them. What's scary, it doesn't even take a quadrillion dollars. All you need is a couple hundred billion. Because all you'd have to do is come in and buy a controlling share of YouTube, Google. Yes. You know, just buy the yes. controlling share in some of these companies. And I would, handful of companies, dude, and you can run this country. You laughed at me a while back, and we must have proof on this several hundred episodes ago, but I definitely... <laughs> was saying that it somewhat feels like we are owned by China, and this was in relation to the control they had on our entertainment industry and guys like LeBron James who had to censor themselves. Like, like we have people oh, abiding yeah, yeah, by... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, remember when The Rock... Or not yes, The Rock. no, it was uh, John the, the, Cena. The hack version of The Rock. Yes, <laughs> yeah, he is the hack version of The Rock. Welcome to the shelf, buddy. You're in the Hall of Fame. the Hall of Fame, dude. The Hall of Hacks. If you're not there already, and I can't believe he's not, he's there now. No doubt about it. (laughs) Fucking Definitely uh, the hack version, dude. John Cena is the worst hack of them all, no doubt. He loves China. Isn't he the one who 
like verbally made love Ooh. to China because he yeah uh, he probably said... sucked off Pooh Bear over there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it! All all in the name of because he accidentally mentioned Taiwan in some speech. So ridiculous. <laughs> but I I definitely remember also LeBron James co-towing to the whole uh you know not saying anything negative about China and Disney censors everything around that. I mean, I really have thought for many years now, China, in a lot of ways, has purchased America. We just don't realize it, and we are just so entrenched in our devices and enslaved in our lives that nobody has the time to just take a look around and see what's happening. Good call. We could be completely enslaved. And maybe we are, man, walking, we are around, walking around with Monopoly money in our pockets that just keeps inflating forever. And then they talk about some debt ceiling that we obsess over for no reason. And then they're like, oh, we'll just raise it like they do every year. And then the dollar just keeps inflating that Monopoly cash oh, we carry in our pocket. Yeah, it's, it's all fucking getting kind of ridiculous at this point. And then in the meantime, all of our entertainment and all of our athletes have to abide by the censorship rules of China. Maybe some of us, we should take some time to pause and think about who's really running this country. Oh, and let me toss on the little cherry on top. The President of the United States and his son collect checks from China as well. China. You know, it goes the same thing with that, uh, you know, the more you hear about Tucker Carlson getting fired. Yeah. Dude, you guys just got rid of the most popular news anchor pretty much because the companies that pay for advertising told you to. That's right, man. And who are these companies controlled by? You know what I mean? Yeah, man. That's it's a... scary to think about. Yeah, it really is. I, I'm, I'm, they own everything. They own so much. They scramble my Podbean account and uh, turn everything off. But that's okay. We survived. <laughs> we come back. We did a mid-clip. Folks, seamless. You're going to hear this morning and be like, that was... I didn't even know what happened. It was amazing. Uh, production crew, second... To none. Uh, and believe it or not, Mike, I, I do think we've hit that time. Is it that hour already? Well, it's the fastest hour in the universe. There's no doubt about it. I don't know how you speed it up, man. Neil deGasse <laughs> said it's not possible. Yeah, well, bring in Michu Kaku. I'll tell him a little uh, thing or two about physics and um, carry on. We got a lot of topics to cover. Michu Kaku might be a real genius. He built a particle collider in his backyard or some shit, in his garage when he was like eight years old. So I got no him. beef with Michu Kaku. I think he's probably a very yeah. smart guy. Uh, I also, and I'm going to say this too, I make fun of the guy a lot, but... Uh, Pete Buttigieg, I saw a picture floating around of him. Like, uh, I forgot that he served. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. He did. He's, I think he served in Iraq, actually. Yeah. I give the guy a lot of shit. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for your, Thanks. Th- thank you for your service, sir. Thank you for your service, sir. I, I, I still think you uh, check boxes and you screwed up our country. Yeah. Everything you did after that was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs>